Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. A little swamped here, so I'm going to make this kind of a shorty. A um, couple things to address. I've been telling you all along. I've been I have a big, big announcement coming, and I can't wait to tell you. I'm bursting out of my skin, but I can't do it today. Um, also, there's been some complaints the last two or three Locked On NFL shows that the advertising has overlapped with my yapping. Um, I, I know that what, first of all, I'm doing it exactly as I always have. So I've kind of asked, is there something that's changed in our platform? I don't think there is. I'll make more of a conscious effort to leave big gaps there so that the advertising can go in. I don't want you guys to get screwed up. But I also will tell you that I went back and listened to the last couple shows and the overlap was only like a word or two. It doesn't sound like that if you're not knowing what the conversation is. Like, boy, I missed all the stuff, all the ads were on. That's not how it went. It was only like the beginning of a sentence or half a sentence, especially in yesterday's. But I am going to make a conscious effort to get that fixed. Um, tomorrow, we'll probably get back to some more signings. We've been doing that like crazy. But I just wanted to go over the top 10, 12 or so available free agents. You know, the guys that are still on the market, it's reasonably or, you know, late in the process by free agent standards that they're still out there. The guy by far, by far at the top of the list is Namakong Su. And he's making his rounds. You know, we've heard the Saints, we've heard Seattle, we've heard the Rams lately. And I'm not here to predict where these guys are going, but I just wanted to make you all aware that these guys are still without homes and probably two of them will sign by the time I get this into your earbuds. But um, that's the situation. Sue, I think, is going to probably take his time a little bit. I've been told that money's not quite as important as, you know, since he signed for so much in Miami, he's got a lot of bucks, that maybe he's looking at the perfect fit. You know, we've heard Dallas, we've heard New England as well. He's one of these guys, I don't care what scheme it is, I think he's an immediate impact player. Um, so that one is a monster. I mean, if he would have been out when all those free agent lists you saw came out, you know, if he'd have been part of that, if he'd have been cut before the process, I think he'd be right up there with cousins and well, it'd have been the biggest non quarterback ahead of the Allen Robinsons and Watkins and those type of guys, uh, bigger than Sheldon Richardson, some of those dudes. So clearly there is still one whale out there the teams are still fishing for, and there's still a lot of teams that have a lot of cap space. So maybe we'll do that too. Like I just want to mention a couple names. Instead of guessing where they're going to go, I'm going to give you 10, 12 names, just sort of rattling them off, and then I'm going to go to overthecap.com and just tell you who are 10 teams that still have a ton to spend and who are 10 teams that are really, really short on funds, you know, and there are a few of those too, even though the cap is crazy and some of us think the cap is a myth. You can make work whatever you want. Kenny Vaccaro is still out there too. And I know some of you Steeler fans want to hear my thoughts on Morgan Burnett. I've been talking about him for about an hour straight around here. Um, but one thing, and I'll probably talk more Burnett tomorrow, to be honest, the, it shocks me that there's some safeties available, you know, with, Probably Vaccaro at the top of the list. Burnett just signed and not big money. Eric Reed and maybe there's some off-the-field things that are holding him back. Maybe, probably. Trey, uh, Trey Boston, I thought he would get attacked, you know, pretty quickly. Even like Mike Mitchell, but he got he was a cut. 
So surprisingly, there are some safeties that are not getting a ton of attention, and that Burnett contract was not for that much. So uh, our team's looking at the draft saying, this is a really good safety draft. I'll get my guy there. And it is a pretty good safety draft from what I understand, but you know, safeties aren't a position to overlook. I mean, that's one of the shocks, one of the underrated stories to me of, you know, why isn't that a bigger deal? Why aren't people going after these safeties? Navarro Bowman, still out there. That surprises me. I thought he really played well as he got more acclimated in, o- in Oakland. Not the player he once was, but he's still an every-down guy. You know, put the headset in his in his helmet, leader. I mean, the Raiders should bring him back. But, I mean, different coaching staff. Maybe they see him differently. I don't know. Benny Logan is still out there. Um, he's more of a run stuffer, but he covers ground, too. He's a good athlete. He's a good pursuit player for a big guy. Um, he is getting some attention, but, I mean, he's, 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 you know, he's only 28 years old. I thought he played pretty well. I mean, the Chiefs' run defense was a big problem, and not that he was pinch wolf work in there but i don't think he was the root of the problem for them being able to un, I don't know, not be able to stop the interior run uh jack muhort still out there maybe that one's injuries because offensive linemen don't last and i do think he's a quality guard um if available drc was cut by the giants he's 31 he's made some visits um i guess that one doesn't shock me because he's kind of new to hitting the the open road, but a good player. I mean, I do think he will get picked up soon. couple receivers that are still out there, Terrell Pryor, Mike Wallace. Wallace is up in age. Pryor's coming off a very disappointing season. Uh, Pernell McPhee was once a borderline dominant player. I mean, he was a great player there for a while. Injuries have really derailed him. Curious where he lands for sure. Uh, a couple other names I just wanted to make you guys aware of, too. Delvin Bro, uh, I thought he was really good before his injuries. And as an every-down corner with, with a lot of ability there, I mean, I think Delvin Bro could certainly help a team. Uh, Alex Okafor, some of these guys are injury-related. Okafor's coming off an injury, but he played really well opposite Cameron Jordan with the Saints last year. I think he could, you know, pass rushers don't grow on trees. You got some older receivers like Decker and Macklin. Decker is apparently visiting the old folks' home. It's become the Raiders as we speak. DeMarco Murray's still out there. Martellus Bennett. Darren Sproles. Frank Gore. So, I mean, those last couple names aren't all that exciting, and you can see why they'd still be out there. But there's still 10 to 12 starters borderline difference makers that are on the open road right now that are, you know, and, and a couple more guys will still get cut to make some cap room. So I just want to make you guys aware, you know, that if your team is in the market for a safety and by chance, or, you know, could use one of the Terrell Pryor or Mike Wallace, there's still some help available. All right, all right. We are back, hopefully without any overlap from the ads. I apologize for that. Again, you guys know I am not a technical wizard, but I've always done pretty decent of putting them in where they're supposed to be. A couple of leaves up couple, last couple of days. So I hope you didn't sour on the podcast. I know that makes it difficult to listen to. I've heard some others where it's, you know, a problem. But as I told you, I just went over to overtothecap.com 
And Jason's been on the show before. He does a tremendous job. I urge you to check him out on Twitter. And he constantly has everything updated. I mean, it's like going to the league database and knowing where what everybody has available and contracts. And he gives his opinions on contracts. He's top-notch. Um, but I just want to tell you a couple of the teams that have a lot to spend and a couple of teams that have little to no to spend. And again, moves will be made, you know, contracts will be restructured, teams will let people go. But people have asked me, you know, why isn't Dallas doing anything? Well, they're the only team with under a million available to spend right now. They're at 600000 basically. Dallas is by far the worst situation right now, the tightest situation cap-wise. The two that are right behind them, you know, 30-31, the Steelers, the Saints are both a little over $2 million to spend. And you got to remember, you got to re-sign, you got to sign your uh, your draft picks too. You know, like, and, and again, these teams will move money around, particularly the Steelers and Saints that have some big-name guys that can move. But still, they're both around $2.5 million each. So clearly those three are at the bottom of the spending pool and maybe they're done. I mean, like, how does Lama Kung Su even visit the Saints? Like, how would that work? I, 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 I get it. Ravens are at 4.5. The Giants are at 5.2. The Falcons are at 5.2. The Eagles are at about $6 million to spend. So those are your bottom... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams by a pretty wide margin. Eagles getting best case scenario to worst. Eagles, Falcons, Giants, Ravens, Steelers, Saints, Cowboys. And like I said, the Eagles have six million. That's the most of those group. And then there's a little jump. I mean, there's teams like the Chiefs and the Jags and the Chargers that are in that 12, 13 million range. The Patriots as well. That could go at a starter or two still without you know having to move a whole lot of money around. The teams at the top are the the likely candidates. I mean, th- this isn't shocking, but the Browns still almost have seventy five million. You know, like why'd you cut McCordy? I mean, you couldn't just bring him to camp. Or I mean, I basically cut McCordy. They traded up three spots in the sixth, you know, seventh round. Couldn't bring him to camp with seventy five million in ca- camp's cap space. See what happens. Uh, the Colts have 73, and I think they've tried to spend. They just signed Ebron. I'll talk to Ebron with you tomorrow, like with Burnett. And I just don't know that either of these places have been destinations teams are begging to go to. And I also don't think you need to overspend either. I mean, these teams aren't going anywhere. They're both building through the draft. We talked to Colts trade yesterday. They need to bring in a lot of young talent. But both those teams have way more than everyone else. You know, 73, 74 million for the Colts and Browns. But there's no one really to spend it on. I mean, land Sue and give him a big chunk. I mean, how many Kenny Vaccaros and guys that we talked about in the first half of the show can you can you get to to get in that 70 million range? So they'll, I'm sure they'll roll a lot over next year as well. And, you know, that, you know how that works. Uh, the next two on the list are the Jets and the Bucks, And those guys have been active. You know, they've added some pieces. They've added some... Um, some starters, and both those guys have about $44 million still to spend. The Niners, even after signing Garoppolo, and they gave him a ton this year, that was a really smart deal they did. Is they, Garoppolo's hitting, hitting their cap really heavy this year, but it gives them a lot of space to do things you know, going forward where he's not going to cripple their cap. Um, but they are fifth still. They have $39 million. The Titans have $38 million. 
The Bears are at 37. The Texans are at 34. So those are all the teams that have over $30 million to spend. You know, the Texans, the Bears, the Titans, the Niners, and then there's a little jump with the Bucks and the Jets still having plenty of room. And then the Browns and the Colts still have lots and lots and lots of room. So I just kind of wanted to take that step back, talk about big picture of where, uh, where everyone is in the league, who's still out there. Tomorrow, we will talk about a couple more signings that I have not discussed yet. I will probably go back to Twitter Thursday. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. So I know you guys are anxious to spit some questions at me. Um, and so there you have it. I'm going to kind of a quickie here today. But thanks, and over and out. See you.